talk. Welcome to another episode of You Talk Too Much. And today I'm here with my guest, Joy, who is um, a Pacifica engineer and author. And I'll just get her to introduce herself properly. Hi, everyone. And kia orana. My name is Joanna Finch. Um, I'm also Neomai's friend, not just her guest. <laughs> I don't know why she didn't mention that. <laughs> um, but, oh, well, we'll talk about that later. Um, I grew up in Rarotonga Cook Islands and I moved to New Zealand when I was 18 uh, to uh, pursue a degree in mechatronic engineering at the University of Auckland, which is actually where I met Neomai because, um, newsflash everyone, Neomai also did engineering. Um, <laughs> that's why she makes such a great teacher. Um, I am now a controls engineer um, working for Daifuku Oceania, Oceania and they specialize in saltation systems. Sorry, I always feel like I need a PowerPoint when I start talking about this stuff, but basically, um, yeah, my job does a lot of, I do a lot of scripting and I work with SCADA and emulation and simulations um, for the products that we uh, deliver. Um, I work mostly remotely. I'm a stay-at-home mom. I've got two beautiful girls and one little bubba on the way. Um, and I'm also authoring some STEM books for bubs, introducing some uh, fairly complex concepts around science that uh, aren't usually introduced to about like high school. But I've tried to simplify it as much as possible. Um, turning them into illustrated poems so that we could start reading them to our children and they could start enjoying science rather than leaving it for a big scary subject later on. Anyways, I think that's too long an intro. <laughs> um, no, that yeah, is... that's me. Oh wow, thanks Joy. Um, so can you just list off all the different uh, achievements that you've had in your life? I know it's not just... What? <laughs> I want, um, I want, I want our oh listeners to, to, to really appreciate, um, yeah, what you have to bring oh. to the table. Oh wow! Um, <laughs> yeah, wow. That, that's, 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 that's a that's a <laughs> open an open question, but whew, okay. Uh, I guess we'll start right where back at school. Um, Counselor, head prefect. Ducks, junior ducks, intermediate ducks, senior ducks of college moved to um, New Zealand, uh, competed in Miss Cook Islands while I was studying engineering. Um, mm. And after Miss Cook Islands, I also uh, continued on to compete in Miss South Pacific, uh, where all of the pageant winners are around the Pacific compete to have that overall title around the South Pacific region. And I was lucky enough to gain that. Um, I think that was in my second year, oh no, my second to last year of an engineering degree. Um, I wouldn't recommend <laughs> doing a pageant as well as doing a degree at the same time. 
um but it seemed to be the only it seemed to be just how things worked out for me but I'm really glad I did both of them I wouldn't have chosen the degree over the pageant or the pageant over the degree um they both they both influenced my life in such pos- in such positive ways um when I graduated engineering uh the university informed me that I was the first female pacific woman oh, female pacific pacific person um to obtain a degree in mechatronic engineering in history um which I wasn't aware of but kind of wasn't a surprise because as me and I could vouch for as well um not me- not too many brown faces in engineering <laughs> mm. we are we are the minority but um for what i can see now uh the numbers are growing um mm. brown faces and female faces and so it's becoming more of a a general uh subject uh which is nice um oh gosh what else <laughs> i'm part of the engineering associates associates registration board now which is a wow. uh, crown entity board um this is my only my first year yeah mm-hmm. that one that one was a surprise I, i don't even remember applying for that one but um <laughs> <laughs> but i think I, I, a friend of mine applied on my behalf and i was oh, wow. uh, i was feeling lucky enough to even get an interview and i felt like i was pretty i was definitely too junior for the role and um you could imagine my surprise when they said they wanted me for the role so here i am um also being a board member for that crown entity um and yeah at the beginning of well actually when my first daughter was born which was 4 years ago i decided i wanted to write science books for babies because you know being an engineer um myself as well as my husband we we want to introduce our kids to that world that excites us and that you know speaks to us uh, but i couldn't really find anything for babies to to start that ball or get it going so i decided to do it myself it took me 3 years though to actually get it done <laughs> because you find out when you're a mom you have a lot less time on your hands than you're used to Um but they're finally out. They're selling on Amazon. There's Buzz the Electron that uh introduces the topic of electricity. I mean, it talks about voltage and uh what a circuit is and what an electron is and um how light is made when electricity passes through the light bulb and you know, simple basic uh electrical concepts like that. Um and a few months ago I released Violet the Photon which talks about electromagnetic waves and how the rainbow is made via refraction and it's all done um through an illustrated poem which funny enough is actually the hardest part getting things to rhyme <laughs> mm. um but yeah uh there it is I used to do some TV presenting I've done a short film I used to do modeling uh for Mina Um I guess I kind of just said yes to every opportunity that knocked at my door. Uh partly because I wasn't too sure which way I wanted to go, but also because I believe that um God always presented me with opportunities for a reason and mm. if I didn't see any harm in it, then I would and if I had capacity, 
I would say yes and see where it goes. And so kind of looking back at you see I've done a myriad of things. <laughs> I'm really thankful that I did. Mm. Sometimes I can't believe that I did all that stuff because these days, these days it's um it's an achievement just to brush my hair <laughs> a lot of moms can agree you know things up you have different priorities now um but it's definitely nice to have done that stuff nice um so you were brought up uh, um in the cook islands and i know for new i'm a new zealand born often um you know, we think if you're brought up in the Cook Islands, you're at a disadvantage. Can you describe, yeah, you, you're such a high achiever. Mm. Like how well, I mean, sorry. <laughs> no, you have to agree. You are. I, tr- I um, try to be a high achiever, yeah. Yeah, but um, so can you, like, what do you think about your childhood in the Cook Islands that helped you, you know, um, just be able to work hard and dream big in spite of your island the island life you were born into oh man that's that's such a a good question question. because i i reckon um well definitely in the cook islands it's a misconception um from outside because i think if anything growing up in the cooks was like gave me an advantage coming into Mm. um well one with confidence um because we have I don't know if it's the same in all of the other Pacific nations, but we have such an encouraging culture. Like over here in New Zealand, they talk about um, there being a tall poppy syndrome thing, you know, Um, that just doesn't exist in the cooks. You know, people egg you on whether you're the best or whether you're the worst, you'd still get an encouragement from everyone around you. Well, that's what I've, that's what I've always observed. And so, um, I think you get you the the youth there are used to putting themselves forward yeah. um, or standing up on stage and presenting themselves and they're encouraged to do it or and they're encouraged to keep trying at things because we don't get discouraged as much <laughs> as, as yeah. I see kids being here yeah. uh, as kids are being treated here. Yep. Um, so there's that. I felt like. And I think that's the main thing. I felt like coming into New Zealand, I was I was more confident than um, than others who are the same age who were yes. brought up in New Zealand. Yes, I and think that, it's a lot to do with the culture. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Because I I was born and raised in New Zealand and in South Auckland, so I've been I can and and then I went to teach in Tonga. And that's what I felt in Tonga, like you had people who were getting scholarships to go to Oxford. Mm. You know, they were born and raised and educated in Tonga. You have, you never, if, yeah, I've never heard of, of that a kind of achievement of Tongans who were born and raised in New Zealand. And I, yeah. yeah. And, and, I, and also like, oh, what was I gonna say? Sorry, baby brain's hitting me. Um, right. We had we had a good education system. Like yeah. I got to learn physics and biology the same as everyone else in New yeah. Zealand. I wasn't behind or anything. Um, so it's not like we lack resources or good teachers. We had good teachers. We have good teachers in the islands. It's a, it's just about whether your your parents encourage you to do your homework or whatnot. I, I was lucky to have um, you know parents who were quite strict and made sure I did my homework every night. 
Uh, but also, what well, again, I don't know if it's the same in other Pacific nations, but growing up in Raro, like you'd always be involved in cultural dance groups. Mm. It's very normal. It's like belonging to a soccer team. Every, every kid belonged to some kind of dance group, whether it was a school one or an extracurricular one. Mm. And with that came a whole lot of opportunities of self-development. Like one, you're either performing every week in front of a hundred, hundreds of tourists and just getting used to, you know, being in the spotlight. Um, and you'd also get a lot of travel opportunities. And so you'd find kids in the Cook Islands have traveled a lot more than kids in New Zealand. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and yeah. so this, this idea of being disadvantaged just doesn't make sense to me. Well, with the experience of the observations that I've made growing up, if anything, we get more experience and more <laughs> advantages being in our small nation. That's beautiful. Because um, on my podcast that I've done uh, previously, I did one with a Cook Island couple, or just the, the male of that couple. They're both Cook Islanders, though. They own the E45 gym that I went to in Otahu. Oh, and yeah. he was born and raised in Cook Islands. And he has the same outlook as you. Like, why wouldn't he, as a th- in his 30s, own a gym? You know? Mm. But so to us islanders especially us who are born and raised in south auckland it's like how can you do that <laughs> like like it was yeah. so we were you know we're just like we see the obstacles and and, and yeah i feel like people who are born in their island nations they see the opportunity and and they see the challenge and they want to rise mm-hmm. because i feel like and i think it's just because um we're minorities in tonga yeah there's no excuses like there is no excuses not to get a plus we're here because we're minorities and there's so many negative stereotypes we're given excuses as to why we can't get a pluses mm. yeah definitely there's definitely this uh, a mental influence on our pacific uh, here in new zealand because because you're minorities mm. um, which is unfortunate but I guess the more the more you talk about it, the more you make people aware, then the higher the chance to break through that mentality. Hmm? Which is what this podcast is yes. about. Yes, it is. It's, <laughs> Get it is. Me, <laughs> I mean I'm definitely not it's not about um, you know, making money. <laughs> or me I, know what, I know those projects. Not yeah, money I know making it. projects. I think, yeah, I mean, I've told people, like, why did I start this? You know, it's not like it's a job for me. It's something I do for fun. And it's like, because to me, Pacifica, Polynesian, you know, Maori and Pacifica excellence is normal. Like, I know you, you know, you know, I'm beauty queen, megatronics engineer, you know, um, model TV presenter. (laughs) I think I got it all in there. Um, you know, I know, I, I, you know, my friend who's running for mayor now, who's Samoan. So mm. for me, it's like, that's normal. Whereas when I tell people that these are the people I know, they are like, I'm an alien or I'm speaking a different language. Like, really? Yeah. That's why I got frustrated. And that's why I created this podcast. I'm like, you mean that just people where you are now? Yeah. Just people in general just um yeah just every, people from all walks of life when i talk about the people that i know that are doing their you know what they're passionate about and they happen to be maori or pacifica they give me a shocked look 
like they <laughs> like how do you know you made this these people up in your imagination and i'm just like no they're what i'm used to i'm used to polynesian mm. excellence and and that's part of the reason this podcast is created because it's happening it's not something that we're aiming for in the future because in our teaching circles we always talk about you know um uh, maori and pacifica kids becoming better in the future so that's what we're working towards now and i'm like no we're already doing well now <laughs> yeah just, yeah just oh, that's just such an it. important message good on you new yeah i'm like it's happening now anyway um so my next question is um yeah so um can you just um ex- yeah you've already explained about your books and um can you explain about how people can purchase them and what age group they're suitable for? Um, yeah, I've only recently set up an online store for New Zealand because previously, well, all of this year, it's only been available via Amazon.com and shipped from the States. Um, so most of the most of the purchases have been in the States and Europe, but like on that side of the world. And it's been it's been mentioned a few times that it's too expensive to bring well to you know purchase on Amazon have it shipped to New Zealand so only recently and I've tried to do this in time for Christmas I've I've um, organized for some some stock here in New Zealand and I've set up an online store um, if you go to www.mrsjfinchbooks.com there will be a link in there to purchase books in New Zealand um, I've only got a few left though. I think there's less than a hundred. Oh wow, I've got to get there. <laughs> yeah, um, but it, it's available, and um, after seeing the demand in New Zealand, um, I'll definitely bring more in. And when the next books are published, I'll make sure to have a stock here in New Zealand. But yeah, it's all available online. Online. Uh, people from Australia have been asking why aren't I shipping to Australia? But I have a uh, I set the shop up myself online, so I'm, I was telling him it's because I'm a wuss. <laughs> just baby steps. I just want to ship to New Zealand first, make sure everything goes well, and then I'll look to um, opening up to Oz and everywhere else. Yeah, but, yeah, uh... yeah, yeah. I mean, you're you're also you know working full time. I mean, working oh, and it's, being a mom. Some of my friends are like, "Are you nuts?" I'm like, "Yeah, stay-at-home mom." Uh, still working remotely as an engineer, <laughs> as well as you know, a board member uh, for oh Engineering Associates Registration Board, publishing books and try like learning how to set up an online store. And oh my gosh, I I've love started it. up um, new Instagram accounts and Facebook accounts for the books. And honestly, the amount of times I get confused going between the two because of this blooming baby brain I've got at the oh moment. Oh my gosh, I, I was love like, it, I should just, I should just give up. <laughs> No, like, no, no, we need more. Um, which is really nice. I really appreciate it when people message me and give me encouragement because some days I really need it. <laughs> oh, wow. No, I think it's amazing. I love, I, I know, but the thing, yeah, like that's what we need in the world. We need people living passionately. You know what I mean? Um, especially with this pandemic showing us like life is unpredictable. So you got to yeah. make use of every single moment to just do what you love with passion. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And um, these books are definitely um, more passion than business for me because 
um, like I was saying to you before, it's the first time in my life I feel like I've actually put something, I've been able to put something together myself that is impacting the world in a positive way, mm-hmm. um, which I I suspected it would in the beginning because I was a mom looking for this kind of stuff for my children and it just wasn't there. Well, not to the level that I wanted it to be mm-hmm. um, and seeing seeing the appreciation from other moms not just or other moms and um dads yeah but and not just tech moms like i thought it would be mostly my engineering mates who were keen but no it's people who were kind of scared of tech and they've appreciated having something so friendly for their kids and even for them to understand honestly yeah the amount of things i get from high school students and adults for these illustrated poems <laughs> is, is wonderful um but yeah it's it's uh more about putting good into the world um for me when it comes to these books yeah yeah and what a beautiful legacy you're, you're leaving for your children like that's out in the world now you know yeah like, i mean on top of everything else that they, they, they can google about you when they're older you know they will come no, up i'm, I'm, re- I'm really proud about these books <laughs> yes but you have like that as well to add on to what your kids you know can can be proud about um on top of everything else that that you are as their mum um so i we can't yeah so we're gonna finish up soon just because like i've explained my zoom um i'm not very it's not very sophisticated and if we go over time it won't save <laughs> <laughs> that's okay you can just cut out my feelings won't be hurt Oh my gosh! i know you're still my friend even though you didn't mention that in the beginning <laughs> sorry I, I mentioned it to my other guests. I was just in the middle of this. I was like, I should have messaged Joy the time limit because, um, yeah, but sorry, but yeah. So, um, our, my last question is, um, do you have any life lessons for our um, rangatahi, for our tamariki that are listening? Um, yeah, any life lessons that you've learned on your very interesting, amazing life journey so far? Yeah, yeah. Um like what I said before uh, try and say yes uh, to opportunities if they come your way Um, especially if they make you feel uncomfortable I find those are always the most rewarding ones you know that's when that's when you grow and that's when your capacity grows and you surprise yourself Um, you don't grow so much whenever you stay in your comfort zone so if there's something that knocks on your door and the idea of it excites you but you're you're nervous and you're afraid um it's okay to be nervous and afraid just but don't let that stop you just go for it um because the worst thing that could happen is it doesn't work out and then you're just back to where you are no no harm done (laughs) if but usually that doesn't happen you know you walk out at least learning that you could do you could do things that you didn't know you could do before and you've met people that now know about you and will you know present the opportunities again later so always take a step forward um if the opportunity is there even if you're feeling nervous Mm. yeah i think like i'm um something that idea i carry within me being polynesian you know our ancestors have influenced my life so much in terms of uh, that they navigated 
unknown oceans before any other civilization in the world. Yeah, and that was just normal for them. Yeah. And I, and so I get irritated at myself when I have like I I don't want to go places cuz it looks too the obstacles look too great. I'm like remember mm. who I am. Like Exactly. I'm exactly. the Pacific. <laughs> That's right. Let's just go. Just go. Like, what's the worst that could happen? Turn around and you have a funny story to tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, but, but you know, I mean, I'm just speaking as someone who's grown up in, from South Auckland. It's, there's a lot of fear. You know, we're brought up with a lot of fear because of the negative yeah. stereotypes. And that's my, and so people are really shocked because I always push against that fear. Like, I'm very adventurous. Um, I, 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 that's, I, that's so important for our young people to yeah. learn right? yeah. it's a really hard thing to master you know is having mastery over yourself over your yes. own fears yes. and um you know how I was saying before that I feel like youth coming out of the Cook Islands or out of you know the Pacific nations are a lot more comfortable than the Pacific youth that are here in New Zealand I agree. even though you're even though you're confident it doesn't mean you're not afraid of things mm. like I, I've considered myself a fairly confident person but like stepping out on stage for like a beauty pageant, I was always like, my hands were always shaking and my face was shaking and I'd be, I couldn't sleep. Like everything was, everything was scary. Um, but I never regretted not doing it. Sorry, mm-hmm. I never regretted doing it. Um, and so I, I've just been quite a few times in my life where I've just made myself do do something because I like the idea of having done it. I just didn't want to go through the doing it <laughs> Yeah, because it was too scary. Um, but time and time again, I proved to myself that only good things happen every time I push through that fear. Even though my hands still shake when I do public speaking and my mouth still goes dry and nobody has ever noticed, but like, honestly, it's like an earthquake on my face. My eye twitches whenever I'm on stage <laughs> wow but you know who cares I you you just go through and do it and only good things happen wow have you ever considered writing books for adults I think you should write like a self-help <laughs> book no I'm serious I don't know these children's books are already challenging true. enough <laughs> No, I think when the girls are well I mean when your bubbers your pippers are older you should definitely consider writing a memoir I think because what you just said it needs to be said you know um, yeah. adults need to hear that because um, yeah we need we need to be reminded that that life is, is short. yeah life is too short life is too short to miss out on opportunities just because mm-hmm. you're a bit shy like yeah but you said, oh, more good comes out of it than negatives yeah yeah and that even the, even the people that seem the most confident are afraid you know? yes yes you just gotta push through it yeah oh my gosh thank you so much joy that was so much fun i love talking to you um <laughs> i am serious well, about we do this you, next please. time yeah yeah this is part one of us <laughs> this series yeah of, yeah uh, yeah we'll have a gossip, a gossip session next time <laughs> before we started right <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just want to thank you, Joy. I like I said, like I said to you before we started recording, I was a real shocked that you agreed. Um, not because 
you would you you know you're not the type of person that would ignore a message from me but just because you're so busy and you're a mom and you're an engineer and you're um on a board of directors i think what whatever you described then and um yeah and i just and i and i said this to people you know um because they know of you because you're quite you've done so much um around the community i was just saying you were such a high achiever but you were such a genuinely nice down-to-earth person and i think oh, that's you. that's that's the thing i remember from like our time at university i was just like we were trying to figure out you know if if there was like something about you that was you know we could like nitpick but we just found that amongst all your high achievements the thing that stood out to me was you were just a genuinely nice beautiful hard kind-hearted person and i was like there's a new splash because you often think high achievers have to be like about the rat race oh, and about thank you yeah so that's and, I, and, I try to be nice <laughs> my husband my husband may say otherwise all oh, right well all husbands say otherwise yeah. all their wives <laughs> right because it's, i love them special <laughs> um but of course, yeah. I'd make time for this, Neoma. I think it's really great what you're doing. Um, I really like the relaxed conversation with you. And I think it's brave of you and um, also very important to be putting out these conversations and ideas out there into the world. Kind of like me and my books, you know, just putting your goodness out into the world and hoping that it has a positive effect on whoever it reaches. Mm. Um, I think that's an important thing to at least try, you know, in this lifetime. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Just thank you so much, Joy. I, I, I can't say thank you enough. Um, <laughs> no, thank you, Nima. Thank you for this time. <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah. So um, that's our recording for today because that's as long as too long. Zoom will leave What's me it for Talk too much. Talk too much. Exactly. That's an understatement. I mean, <laughs> there was your understatement, you know. Um, yeah, so just thank you again, Joy, and just blessings to your husband and to your children and to your career. Um, we look forward to writing more books and hopefully for adults as well one day. Um, and to my listeners, I thank you for tuning in. As Joy said, um, this is a really relaxed Korero podcast and I just it's about spreading goodness into the world and, and blessing you guys. So please join me on my next episode of you talk too much. Talk. talk. talk.